One of my lovely work associates, Pablo Rios, and I sit down and we talk about the Netflix series Cobra Kai. It's on its third season. I didn't realize it was already out. Pablo dropped some knowledge on me. We talk about that. We talk about travel. And we talk about what got Pablo into boxing. All of that coming up right now, Out of the Hat. Okay. Oh, first podcast of 2021. Oh, you know, I I walk in here to the booth. I finally have the microphone issues resolved. Engineering came through for me. It's a beautiful thing. Happy New Year to Joe. And uh, my, my good buddy, my work compadre, Pablo Rios here with me. Pablo, you are the, the first guest out of 50 plus episodes here on Out of the Hat. Who uh, who has put a time limit on me? So just like a prize fight, we're uh, we're gonna uh, you know probably end before we uh, we reach what twelve rounds? Is that a prize fight? <laughs> I am honored that you uh, brought me in on the first round of the podcast, Joe. Oh, you're number one of uh, of 2021, and uh, you know, dude, you and I kick it every single day in here at work. We've been. Working together in some capacity, what now, 13 plus years? Yes, exactly. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? It is. I've, it's, it, it goes by fast. I'll, I think, look back and uh, think of all the projects and stories that we've covered throughout the years. And um, yeah, and it's just hard to believe that we're still here, still doing the same old stuff, but kicking butt like always. You know, man can't kill a cockroach that's what they say you know you and i you know they they keep trying to spray us but we just we just keep coming back that's a great analogy yeah. that's sort of how i feel in the newsroom we're just we're we're kind of we've we've handled it all we've taken all of the insecticides and pesticides and we're still hanging in there throughout the years that's right exactly right you know I, here's how i like to always kind of do these podcasts i i think of you know whoever the heck i'm going to put on and Sometimes I know exactly what I want to talk about. Sometimes, you know, I, I like the other person to kind of take the lead. I have a couple things jotted down, and then I'm happy to get into whatever the heck you want to. Um, but the biggest thing is you turned me on to a Netflix series about a month or so ago called Cobra Kai, which is based on The Karate Kid with Daniel LaRusso and Johnny Lawrence. And... I'd seen it on Netflix, and it was just kind of sitting there. And you told me, "Dude, this is really, really good. You got to watch this." And and I've watched both seasons now. Do you know when season three comes out? Joe, Joe, what season three? Yeah, season three came out about thirty six hours ago. Did it? Yes. Have you watched any of it yet? I've I've already watched the, all of season three. On um, you watched the whole the thing. I love it. You watched yes, the whole thing. Watched the whole thing. <laughs> oh my goodness! Like I woke up yesterday morning on New Year's Day and turned it on and watched all day. Here is the line of questioning that I jotted down, and we can go through this one by one, however the heck you want. Cobra Kai. How'd you get into it? What do you think of it? Where do they go in season three? What do you think of the movies? So n no spoilers here on the Out of the Hat podcast. So don't give anything away. Um, 
you know, think think back to 36 hours ago before you saw all of season three in one day, like a nut. And I want you to think about where you thought they were going to go. Like, how did you get into this series? Like, did a did a family member or a friend turn you onto it, or were you just sitting there bored one day and you decided to watch it? Tell me that story. I was definitely a family member told me that I should check it out because this family member knew how much I enjoyed the original Karate Kids uh, movies from the 80s. Mm-hmm. And um, so they told me to go on here, and particularly the uh, anti-hero uh, sort of demeanor that Johnny Lawrence has taken on in this first two uh, series, first two seasons of the series. Yeah. And that's kind of what led me on to it. And uh, being a big fan of the series of the movies from the 80s, I tuned on to this and was thoroughly and pleasantly surprised um, and entertained by the series, the way they continued the story from back in the 80s, but also the implementation of Johnny Lawrence and where his life has gone, and that's what really captivated me the most. So you've seen all three seasons at this point. I've only seen one and two. If you had to pick a favorite season, which one and why? I Ooh, that's a good one. I would have to say one. Same here for me out of one and two. I just, season two, that fight scene at the end, come on, that was a little bit ridiculous. (laughs) The school fight scene was definitely, um, (laughs) it was over the edge. Yes. Very dramatic, but, (laughs) and you're not wrong. A lot of people have said that. That's the same review that a lot of people give it. But um, season one, basically because of, the re-implementation and bringing back the storyline. Yep. If Daniel LaRusso's life had moved on and karate hadn't been part of his life and all of a sudden now both him and Johnny were confronted with karate again. So season I, one for that particular reason. I liked it for that reason and also the tournament at the end. It made me feel just like the first movie, which was my favorite out of how many movies did they make? The original, they did three. And then... Did you watch all the spinoffs? Like, I know Will Smith's kid was in at least one of them. There was one. I did not that, watch any of the spinoffs. There was the this Will Smith's kid was one spinoff. There was one with 2000s. a girl. There was one with a girl as the main character. Correct. I believe that one was '90s, either late '90s or. Yeah. And that one still had Mr. Miyagi in at the original, I believe. So I think I've That's seen it. at least five of them. You you just saw the original three. Yeah, the original three, and those. And the original three all have the tournament in them. Obviously, the first one when he takes on Lawrence. Yep. Um, the second one, he does go to Okinawa. But in the, in the third, they do return to the tournament, the yep. All-Valley Under-18 Karate Tournament. Yep. Oh, I wish I, would, cause I wish I could have entered it when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> and my order for them would be one, three, and two. I, and I don't consider those spinoffs you know, part of the real deal. Like. The Okinawa thing is great story. It does, you know, give you an element that that I think is important to the trilogy. But the it's so tough to top that first movie. And yes, so it's tough. a little bit it's a little bit hokey at times. It's very eighties, but it's so good. Like I love putt putt golf. So when they're at what is it golf and stuff? Correct. It, it's just it it makes me feel like a kid, and it's just fun. And the music, you know, I love That's to play well, that. Yeah. You're the best song. You can't beat that. <laughs> But all the music, the soundtrack is great. Yeah, they have uh, the the music they play. They, they, I don't know what song it is, but every time they're at the golf golf and stuff scene, they play the same song. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, when Larusso and uh, Ali went back in the eighties, they would play that same song. And in season one, I believe it was when uh, Miguel and Samantha went there, that same song is in the background again. 
<laughs> in the score. It is, is that 80s, toky, cheesy. I, I love it. You're right, Joe. Can't See, get away from it. You're doing better than me, it. too, because I couldn't even give you, you know, the new characters' names other than Johnny and Daniel. You're you're really into it. Like, if I asked you right now to rewind the clock 36 hours ago and you hadn't seen season three yet, set the stage for me. Where did you, Where did you want to see them go? Where did you think they would go with it? So I thought they would land it with Miguel's um, injury. I thought that they would go. I this is my. I thought that Allie was going to return because she had been a pediatrician's, uh, a doctor or something. She had gone away, and they had mentioned Allie. And so I thought that they were possibly, if I was going <clears> to <throat> thirty six hours ago tell you that yep. I would like to see Allie return. That'd be and great. Help out Miguel with his whatever his issues were going on. Oh, that would be um, incredible if Allie yeah. came in and did the Mr. Miyagi on him and touched his oh, back and that, yeah, that'd and be made great. him whole so, again. <laughs> so that's what I, I that's what I would anticipate. But I also I really like the storyline of Miguel's mom, who's a single mother. Yes, and she's sort of anti karate, but she still lets Johnny be his sensei. Yes, and, and she and, and she kind of has a little bit of a thing for Johnny yes. Lawrence, especially in season two. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping uh, Carmen and Johnny, I, I, I'm really hoping something happens there, if, if I could see an angle go there. As far as the uh, plot line with all the kids and the fighting and all that, uh-huh. um, I, really don't, I really don't know what to anticipate. That's what's great about this series, yeah. is it's taking some twists and turns and, and, and giving new storylines and giving the characters ability to breathe and you're able to humanize with some of the characters, whether they're Cobra Kai or the good Miyagi-Do. So that I, I really don't know what to anticipate with the storylines and plotline of the characters and the fighting, but those two things that I just mentioned before, I I wouldn't like as a fan. Yeah. I want that to happen. So no spoilers here, but nope. give season three a letter grade. What what grade would you give it? B plus. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. What grade would you have given season two? B minus. So it's better than season two. All right. Yes. And I'm guessing season one gets an A. Yes, for I sure. agree. I agree. You agree. We agree. We are, are we are in concurrence. Okay. Well, I can promise you there is a 0% chance I get through how many episodes? Oh, I don't know. It was, I believe it was 10 or 11. So there is a 0% chance I get through five hours of uh, Cobra Kai tonight. Yeah, yeah it's, it's five hours. For sure. But I will I will come in with a report and you can expect that I will have watched at least one or two episodes by tomorrow. And uh, well, I appreciate and so we, you you have your, your uh, finger on the pulse there. How, what what is the are other is your friends or family into this at all, or is there mention of it or is it gain traction or is it kind of hokey? Am I a hokey one for no, liking this? <laughs> no, 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 no. So uh you know me. Like, this is one of the things I wanted to talk about with you is, like, you and I get along very well at work, but we're also, like, very different. Like, you're, you know, you're a smart guy. Like, you're freaking bilingual, man. I was thinking about that today. Like, don't sell yourself short. You can speak Spanish and English. I can't do that. Like, you're a smart guy. You know, you went to like, you know, like the school of hard knocks and, you know, like you're really into MMA, you're into boxing, like 
you've you've definitely taught me a few things. I know you could teach me more, and and I've kind of taught you like some you know stuff around work. Like we get along real well because we're different. And then there's things that like we both like. We both like WWE. Um, mm-hmm. But a big difference between you and I, you've got a big family. You've got you've got what three brothers? Yes. And I've got no siblings and <laughs> and then you've got just a big family i've got yeah i've got one several i've got one i've got one. one cousin total how many primos and primas you got I, it's hard it's hard to even count I, I'm <laughs> above 50 to see both sides of the family exactly so as far as family goes uh let's put it this way I continually tell my mom and dad that I set up a Netflix account for them and they have a smart TV where all they have to do is hit the Netflix button on their remote and they could watch it. And I've told my dad he would like Cobra Kai and yet he still hasn't watched it. So so that is the level of exposure that the Heisinga household has had to it. Um, and then, you know, as far as friends, you and I watch it. Um, I, I don't know if any of our, our work compadres watch it. You know who Bill Simmons is, right? Yes. You're going to have to check this out at some point during the week. He got Johnny Lawrence on his podcast a week or two ago, and I still haven't listened to that, too. So, oh, nice. So in pop culture, it's a big deal. It's It's kind of got a cult following. I mean, it's not, you know, the biggest thing ever. I wouldn't right, right. I would, Pokémon, but it's yeah. Well, you know, don't don't be talking trash <laughs> on that Pokémon. I love to do my Pokémon. Um yeah, it's not like Tiger King like everybody was talking about Tiger King. Right. And on my break, I went and watched uh, The Queen's Gambit too. Have you watched that yet? Oh, the first episode. I uh, Yes, please. I, I need to watch. I will binge watch it. By the next time we talk, I will probably have watched it all. So I watched that whole thing on my break here from work. So you've got a couple more days off, and I would say that that's your homework assignment. Is uh, actually, you know what? What am I saying? I'm not going to see you back at work until what Thursday. Right. So I might get through all of Cobra Kai. Probably not, but I'll get through at least a few episodes by the time I see you. We'll be able to do a solid recap on it. Sounds uh, good, and I'll probably watch it again, so I'll reload it. Watch it again? Well. <laughs> so, Two so times uh, already? I, uh, maybe the next time we talk, hopefully I will have been. Oh, but my goodness. You sparked something a few moments ago. You said something very interesting about your father, how he has Netflix now on his yeah smart tv and just push of a button yeah um i am very ashamed to admit that i did not come along unto, uh with into technology until very recently mm-hmm. till um somebody set up my smart tv they were fortunate i had a smart tv but i didn't have it set up i just had an antenna on it that's yep. what i do watch tv sure. antenna. so this particular friend it's like you got smart tv and they hooked it up and it's been wonderful you literally just press a button like you said, the Netflix button, and it goes on to the show. And I've been binge-watching nothing but streaming services and stupid stuff all Christmas break, Joe. That's what you it, should do, man. Like, that's <laughs> what you should do. That's the whole point of a break is you should get away from work. And and you don't need to you know, worry about you know producing yeah. or, you know, what, did, what does Chad want? What does Gatos want? Oh, geez. Yeah, you know, cycle, yeah. Lloyd's got Lloyd. a million things for me to do. No, you just get to sit there and veg out and watch Cobra Kai and watch Queen's Cobra Gambit. Cobra Kai, 
I watched Queen's Gabbit. I watched this series called Wayne, which was very, it was kind of violent, but about this sort of antisocial youngster from Boston. Okay. Uh, who his father had died and his father had promised him the Trans Am, but his mother's boyfriend had took it. So he has to go and get the Trans Am. Mm. Um, I didn't, you probably don't know who Nicky Jam is, but he's this reggaeton artist. I do not. Uh, he has, he has a series. I watched his whole series. I watched some Led Zeppelin documentaries, mm. some Pink Floyd documentaries. I watched some documentaries on Zero Dark Thirty, Black Hawk Down. <laughs> well, you know that a, f- a former tech director insisted that some of that stuff it, like, had never happened. Oh. <laughs> he insisted well, that uh, SEAL Team 6 did not exist. Oh, interesting. Didn't okay. I tell you that, that uh, you're— that uh, your predecessor in the control room there, he always insisted that, like, like SEAL Team 6 was made up. That's what he would say no, to me but... all the time. <laughs> well, I'm sure, yeah, I don't know. The documentaries I watched, it didn't look made up. But, uh, <laughs> exactly. Somebody's, op- well, somebody's opinion was uh, my, straight, my binge watching has just been off the hook. And I really need to return back to work and get it back to the new cycle because uh, – this Hulu, Netflix, ESPN Plus, it's great. Prime, I, I just, I watch so much, so much just vegged out, watch so much non... Non, Non-politics, non-COVID. <laughs> yeah. So the other day you told me you went out for a jog. You're getting back into the, the running thing. Apparently I inspired you to do that. How far did you go? I had my best day. I went about four and a half miles, which isn't... Too far, but that was my best day. That seems pretty far to me. Did you feel good? Mm-hmm. I felt real good. It's uh, it's difficult to get the breathing back, but I, I enjoyed it. Obviously, your body always feels good after doing some sort of physical. Uh, well, it feels better activity. after some physical activities than others, I would say. But right, you know, <laughs> it's not like you know going to church. Obviously, that your body feels the best after that. You've been cleansed with the spirit, but uh, you know. You know, jogging, yes, is pretty good. It's it's funny. I was I was talking to uh, your friend and mine, Rob Hunter, the other day over text. And uh, speaking of which, he said that uh, he's going to reach out to you. So if he doesn't, you let me know, and and we'll and you know we'll show no mercy on him. But uh, yeah, we'll strike first. Exactly, strike first, strike hard. Um, but he, uh, I told him, I was like, every time I go out for a run, every time, it doesn't matter that I've done a full marathon. I still want to pack it in after two miles every time, like whether my breathing is perfect or not. Like I don't go out there and just feel like, yeah, I'm crushing 15 miles. Like I I can go out there and I can do it, but it requires a lot of mental fortitude. I think it running, you have to be mentally strong even more than physically strong. I would agree with that. Yes. Because, like, you get out there and you get going and, like, your body, it's just not natural, like, to run that long. Like, your body is like, no, I want to stop. I want to quit this. And until you get those, what is it, endorphins going in you and you get all that, that you know, goodness flowing, then you feel like, hey, you know, I could do this for a while. But I always want to pack it in after those first couple miles. Yeah, it's 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 not fun. It's not fun being out there no, and not doing that. But it, it's very rewarding afterwards the, the uh, like you said some of the mental uh release that you get just feels good it's uh it's so I've, I've been going at it i kept on going i went this morning one more time i took the dog not as four and a half but uh 
got to stay on it. Yeah, and, uh, it gets easier little, the more you do it, too. Yeah. And I like it a little bit more now that I'm middle-aged. Mm-hmm. As a youngster, running was always a discipline for us, mm-hmm. especially in sports. You know, if you mess up, coach says, run a lap or run around <laughs> the gym. or And you're like, man, I don't want to run. Running is for discipline. Yeah. And here I find myself years later where I've paid to go run in, you know, a 5K or something. Yeah. And running in groups is so much more fun, too. I don't know if you enjoy it more. You probably... You know what I think about fun runs. They don't exist. <laughs> My sworn enemy is the fun run. That's <laughs> uh, <sighs> good for everybody, Joe. I, I'm out there and walk away. <laughs> Get out there. I uh, I I know I've only got you for like ten more minutes before we get into uh, big time fight night here. So, uh, a couple quick hitters, uh, a couple things that I wanted to get into. Uh, you're a native Arizonan. Obviously, you've lived here your whole beautiful life. What do you like most or best about Arizona? I like most is the. Community diversity and cultural diversity we have here. That's what I enjoy most. You know how you were just saying uh, how we're opposites and yet the commonality of just wanting to pursue goodwill and good humanity mm-hmm. and the golden rule of, you know, treat people how you want to be treated. Exactly. That is my favorite part about Arizona as far as our culture, our, our, uh, our community. Um, and over the past few years, as it's grown that's my second part that I really like. I like uh, the addition of all everybody else that's come from out of town that's brought in their own traditions, it's brought mm-hmm. in their own um, a way of life and incorporated into Arizona and intertwined it with all of us natives that have been here and the way of living. Um, I like that part a lot. That's probably my favorite part. And obviously there's the natural beauty of Arizona, everything from Grand Canyon to the Graves Forest, and everything in between, I enjoy that part as well. Um, Arizona's been great, man. It's 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 uh, it, it's home. When I was young, it was it was a very slower pace of living, and it's gotten a little bit faster. But I think we needed to grow up a little bit, and this is our home. Our home state has grown up a little bit, mm-hmm. and I yeah, I, this is home. It's home. I, I love that. There's so much to so many people that you communicate and talk with just uh you know you walk into our newsroom and you have many multiple uh upbringings and diverse backgrounds and you speak to those people and you hear their stories and you're like oh it's just it's just it's very joyful Mm -hmm. and very uh human kind like you know one of the things that that i love about the state so much is i would consider arizona my home now too um, I've been here for 20 years now, you know, more than half my life. And uh, Ann Arbor in Michigan is where I'm from, and that'll always be my hometown. But Arizona's my home, and the two states remind me a lot of each other because, yes, Michigan has a lower peninsula and an upper peninsula. Um, but, you know, like you go to the UP in Michigan, and it is, you know, freezing cold 
uh, not the whole year, but especially like now. Uh, I mean, all of Michigan is cold now, but like up north, there's a ton of snow. And it kind of reminds me, like, kind of we don't get snow down here in Phoenix, but, you know, once a decade, and even then it's just like a dusting. But still, you know, Arizona is so beautiful because you can travel to different parts of the state and observe different climates and see different things. And you mentioned the Grand Canyon and obviously the Flagstaff area. I mean, I don't know if they have snow right now, but obviously they do get snow. You can go up there and ski or snowboard. And that you can come down here to Phoenix and, you know, it could be, it's 70 degrees on, you know, early next week. And, you know, you get just this beautiful weather. It's very different. And that's part of what I love so much about the state. Oh, yeah, that's great. The snoring, the, the whole state's been great. One of my favorite highways to drive is the 89A. Mm-hmm. Um, and that basically goes from uh, Wickenburg up to um, through Prescott, through Sedona, and finally ends up in uh, Oak Creek Canyon and Flagstaff. And it's just such a beautiful drive. You take that through there. Uh, you drive along um, the Oak Creek Canyon there, and uh, there's a popular place called Slide Rock along that area that many people stop. It's sort of a state park. Um, Highway 60 going up towards like uh, Superior and Globe and heading up to 79A up to eastern Arizona, up to the uh, Graham County. And it's my, I love my whole state. I could tell you about everything. Even down you know southern Arizona, there's some beautiful, beautiful foothills and and mountain passes mm-hmm. down in southern Arizona. And you can, you know, like you said, you can hike every... I've been hiking recently. I don't know. I took... There's a place called Badger Springs Trail. It's a little bit north of the valley here, about a half an hour okay. by 17. And it was it was kind of tough for me. It was about a four-mile trail and a little bit of a... On your hands and knees a little bit. But other than that, it was all good. Jeez. Mm, but that's the beauty of Arizona. Or you can go to Phoenix and walk around, you know, one of these city parks, like in Cano Park, where there's a nice lake in there, or Caesar Chavez Park, and have a nice little easy walk around the community lake. With all of these lovely things we've just said about Arizona, if you could pick anywhere in the world where you could live, would you pick here? Would you pick somewhere else? I know... I know you also love, you know, the forest and, you know, the trees, and you've talked about, you know, how much you might, you know, like like a, a like a Washington area or something like that. Like, if you could pick anywhere, where would you pick and why? I I would I would pick the Pacific Northwest for the climate. Just because and, it's uh, always kind of like 60s and 70s and the great fishing yeah. weather? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And to be honest with you, Joe, I, I'm, I'm ashamed of this as well. I, I'm not, I haven't traveled many places. Dude, where, I'm sure you, you and I are also in the No Passport Club. That's another bond that we have. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so if I could, I would definitely love to travel some Latin America. I would yeah. love to see Colombia, um, places like that. But right now, you and I are undesirable down there because we don't have our, we're seen documentos. <laughs> right. Well, you know, we, well, we need to change that in 2021. Like, I tried to get my passport, like, 20 years ago, back when I was in college, and I just got lazy and didn't finish filling out the paperwork, and I never got it. But you and I should do that, and we should, you know, take some notes and compare with each other and say, hey, you know, I went here, I went there. And, you know, heck, we could... We could take a day trip to Mexico and do some stuff together. It would be fun. That'd be great, man. Uh, the have you filled out a passport um, 
application recently? No. They, there's a lot of I, there's a lot of information. So I know. Why do you think I got intimidated when I saw it? It was like I, I it was like it wasn't like a test. I was always good at those, but like no, it was a test. Just asking for weird information. Like oh, I know. Like it's not just like wife, it's not just like and- mother's maiden name. It's like they want like my mom's social security and all of this. It's like my mom's social security. I don't know all that. And like then they want eighty six forms of identification. It's like. I got like a birth certificate and like my social security <laughs> card and like that's it. I got my Dave and Buster's card. Exactly. Like oh, they, they don't want us to leave our country, Pablo. They want to keep us here forever. It's like no, you know, it's I, like I, I got my library card. Yeah. Does that get me anywhere? Where can I go with that? Yeah, it'd be great to just mention international traveling, but as far as the states, I enjoy the Pacific Northwest. I've been to the the farthest east I've been to is um, Texas and Oklahoma, mm-hmm. but I haven't been Florida or east East Coast. I've seen. I would like to visit Jersey or New York. That'd be great. Oh, uh, see, I live with somebody from New York. I can tell you that's that's like the the you know sc- the scrotum of America. Gotcha. All right. Um, well, we'll pick another destination. D.C. I haven't been to D.C. That would be, be very nice. There's a yeah. lot of history there. I, I yeah. have not been there either, but. You know, I've seen obviously a lot of the West Coast. I haven't seen the Northwest, um, the Midwest. I know real well, and the East Coast. Uh, whether that's you know the South, like I've been around Atlanta. Um, I haven't been down to Florida, but I've been you know all over. I've I actually drove Phoenix to Lubbock in a day, and that was the longest I've ever driven in one day. I did 17 wow. hours on the road. I got the I got pulled over by the authorities in a lovely city known as, it might not even be a city, it might just be like a, a town of Muleshoe, Texas. <laughs> and the, the authorities had some words for me because I was going a little fast, but uh, but I was able to get out of there without a ticket, so I'll take it. Good for you. What um what event did you go? Was that for uh, one of the bowl games? No, I was, uh, I was meeting a friend from high school, and I had to have just graduated college, I want to say, and and I love road trips. Like, I love driving. One thing you and I need to do is, you know, you went to Vegas a couple years ago, and, and I gave you some recommendations. I want you and I to go to Vegas together. And, you know, we can, we can Vegas the same way. We can Vegas different. I know, you know, you've got your interests. I've got mine. But to me, Vegas always has something for everyone. And I think you and I would have a great time there. I would love for you to be my Vegas Sherpa. Because mm-hmm. the, the last time I went was just for a quick fight weekend and, yep. uh, which was I'm grateful for but like you're right I, I if I go with you you know all the ins and outs it's like going you'd be a great guide well yeah, um, let's put that on the books as, as soon as uh, if we can well yeah you know I, I plan on hopefully getting vaccinated in you know March April whenever they want to stick that needle in me and then after I do that, I'm going to be like the Incredible Hulk, and you know I'm going, no, I'm going no, everywhere. You're not going to be no, you're, you're, Oh yeah, no, not, no Bruce Banner. You, oh yeah, it's, I, I hopefully don't turn green, but everything else. I mean, I'm I'm going to go all ripped underwear. Yeah, ripped pants. Hey, you know you don't you don't see my underwear. You don't know they might be ripped. So. I think, you know, you and I for sure, you tell me if this is a thumbs up or thumbs down, we could invite your friend and mine, Johnny Johnson as well. He could come to Vegas with us. He uh, okay. he knows a thing or two about the locale and, uh, you know, him and you could have a few adult beverages. I could, uh, you know, make sure that the three of us don't get beat up and, you know, keep you guys on the straight and narrow and we could go and have a good time. I'm sure we would get into a little bit of uh, 
you know, adult trouble, it would be good fun. Sweet. I'm down for that. Oh, I love it. Uh, I love it. We've now passed the 30-minute mark. Do I need to let you go so you can go watch some fights? Pretty soon here. I hear the interviews going up. I think another five minutes or so if you have another topic. Uh, what, uh, so this, this really doesn't happen frequently. Usually fights occur at night, mm-hmm. and for some reason they schedule this particular boxing match for 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific or Arizona. Uh, not Pacific, but Mountain Standard. It's all, time. it's all good, buddy. Don't uh, yeah. don't feel bad about it. I uh, I just like to give you a hard time. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, this young kid named Ryan Garcia. He's a uh, one of uh, oh. uh, Oscar De La Hoya's camp, but he's got very fast hands. Is he's that the guy who's up. our uh, who's uh, our boss's uh, boy? Is no, our boss's boy is the real. Our boss's boy is legit champ. That's what's his name? Terrence Crawford. Oh, okay, he is legit top. Pound for pound, maybe the best champion right now. How's my guy Berlanga looking lately? Looking very good. He finished off the year with another win. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe he's going to be fighter of the year. If I could put a, if I had a vote, he'd be my fighter of the year. That guy he's throws like hard. Times. Yeah. He, he throws a hard punch. What about my guy Bellows? Is he, uh, has he uh, awoken he from the canvas yet? Since, <laughs> he has not recovered since taking that shot from Berlanga. Uh, like I remember you and I were looking at the odds on this fight, and what was he, like minus 4,000 Berlanga was? Yes. Oh, yeah. and Bellows yeah, was heavy. like plus plus 800 or something, and well, man. I mean, they lasted all 90 seconds, so. <laughs> but usually Vegas is right. So they have, uh, tonight they have, so yeah, Ryan Garcia, I'm going to watch him fight. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that is why I have to depart, Joe. No, it's all good. I understand. So blame him, okay? You I- Blame Oscar De La Hoya. You can write an email to Golden Boy. What got you into boxing? Give me that real quick. How did you get into it in the first place? So boxing has always been, was introduced to me by my, by my father. He watched um, early days. My early days of boxing was uh, Larry Holmes, ABC, Wide World of Sports types of boxing. I never got to see Muhammad Ali, but it was like th- toward the end of that era. So my father introduced me to it. On my mother's side, the boxing events were always family events. So whenever there was a fight, you know, there was always multiple families come over and there was food involved. Me always playing with several cousins. And so that particular was a very fond memory that was built into me. Um, And uh, in particular, I can tell you one story real quick when I was young and why these boxing, why watching boxing with family is sort of a, I hold it precious to my heart. Um, one particular event was my mother and father were already divorced and I was probably about 14 years old. And there was this guy named Julio Cesar Chavez fighting out of um, Mexico. Really? He was a champion. Everybody knows him pretty popular, well-known, well-known name. So I was with my father that day and my mother called me and she's like, Hey, we're having the fight tonight. If you want to come watch it. And my mother had a boyfriend at the time as well. So my mother and dad were Divorced already for several years, so all the animosity and all that had gone out the window. So it was no problem. They always talked to each other. This particular night, my mother asked if my father, if she wanted, if he wanted to stay and watch the fight. And my father and my mom's boyfriend shared a beer together, mm. and they were sitting there watching the fight. And next thing I know, they're like talking it up, and they're it, it unified them where I don't think, you know, not that there was division there, but there was just something that unified them. There was commonality. My father loved boxing. So he started talking to my mom's boyfriend about boxing. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, my uncle's talking about boxing. And um, 
so for me, it's 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 a cultural thing. It's just uh, it was introduced to me by my father. The sweet science, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, the mechanical part of it, I respect highly. Um, so hey, you're but, you're a, a a a trained fighter in your own right. You you like to uh, work out in your garage. I I won't divulge you know your attire, but you know, dude, <laughs> I, I always think of you as a pretty tough guy in your own right. I mean. You know, you always tell me you want me to put on this body blocker, and I always tell you I'm not taking punches from you. Like, you're, even with that body blocker, you're a tough guy. Why do I want to do that? Yeah, I, I don't. Well, I have, I have, I have very good balance. I, exactly. There was too much of it, but now that I've have great friends around me and great great supervisors like you, and, <laughs> and just growing up and being in the being that's what that's what being a, you know the American dream is. I'm living it. You got my house, got my dog, my career. There you go. It's beautiful, man. It is. All right. I'm going to let you go watch your fights. I'm going to hit you up later. I'm going to give you uh, a little off the air story that uh, you and I can commiserate about. And uh, how late is this boxing going to go? When can I hit you up? Um, it's a 12-round fight, so it's going to start here in about five minutes. So now give me an hour. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll hit you up, you know, after five o'clock or so, we'll say. Thank you, Joe. Have a happy new year. Buddy... We talked Cobra Kai, we talked travel, we talked some boxing. The pleasure was all mine. I will see you later on this week here. Pablo, go enjoy your 12-round fight. Thank you. Have a good day, sir. Later, buddy. All right, bye.